0: Seahawks lid what up Russell Wilson
1: my oh I love that you called me that he's my favorite player in the in the whole league man is he I love him I love the Seahawks I love what he brings to the table this is not a football show Chris no I know but you're wearing the lid so I gotta at least call it out okay it's a nice lid though right it's a great one
0: it's a great one by the way I always say this you know go see as many baseball stadiums as possible NFL they're kind of nondescript I mean yeah, there's cool ones that just yeah. opened in L.A. and and the Jones Mahal down in Arlington's kind of neat because they're so huge and impressive. Seattle, if you have a chance of taking a Mariners game and a Seahawks game on the same weekend, go do it. That place 100%. up in Seattle's rocking. It's
1: cool. One hundred percent. I love. We we try to do it every year. Seattle's awesome. The it's like a community and it. it's a decent sized city, but it yeah. feels really small. On Sundays, man. They get yeah. together, and it's all Seahawks there.
0: And the home of the Mariners is great, too. When that roof's open and yeah. it's sunny out, it's
1: a cool place to play, no question.
0: All right, uh, let's get it going with uh, Slim Daddy Vladdy, again, now tied for the major league lead once again with Ronald Acuna and Homers. We know the Blue Jays can hit. Do it, does it feel like they should, at trade deadline time, Go get a couple of relievers because this team is really on the brink of
1: doing something special this year. Yeah, you know, it's it's the, pit, the pitching. I don't know if it's a couple of relievers. I don't know if it's another starter and maybe one other reliever. Uh, I know they've had, you know, a couple of guys come up and have some good starts this year. Is that sustainable for the entire year? Not sure. So I do agree with you. I mean, the way that they can hit the ball and just like that, the energy that they exude makes me believe they're going to be there in September. So, yes, and, and you can say that for a lot of teams, Chris, like go get a few relievers. I think there's going to be a lot on the market. Um, for them, I, I would look reliever, starter, some, just someone that can give them some innings, I think, uh, is, is what they would need.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, listen, Alec Manoa makes his second major league start today, right? Is he that guy that can kind of fill the void at the we'll back see. End of the rotation? You know, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, he, he's fun to watch through six innings of major league baseball. Uh, it's going to take a few turns through the rotation (laughs) to figure out if he has what it takes to be pitching in meaningful baseball in late August and early September. I will say this. I'm just going to throw two names out there because I I believe you can improve your starting pitching by adding to your bullpen. Sure. Right? You're asking guys to go maybe four or five innings instead of six or seven. And there's two veteran names out there. I'm going with Daniel Hudson and I'm going with Ian Kennedy. I think Washington's going to fall off. And Hudson is a guy that Toronto's familiar with. I think he played there in 2019. He's still throwing the ball well. Ian Kennedy, I know he's 37. um, You know, doesn't have the postseason pedigree of, say, a Daniel Hudson who was on the mound when Washington won it all a couple years ago. But can still get guys out and can still blow you away. And, you know, I think you need veterans back there. Uh, Listen, Jordan Romano's been great this year for them. Mm -hmm. Trent Thornton's been really good. I still would like to add more.
1: I, I totally agree. I like the two guys that you came up with right there. I was trying to think where you're going to go with that. But Ian Kennedy is uh, going to be on a, a lot of teams' checklists come, come yeah. July. And, you know, now that the Royals, they have their fun start to the season, they're kind of backpedaling a little bit. I believe that he will be available. All right. Uh, let's
0: move on to St. Louis. Huge win last night out in L.A. Tyler O'Neill with a great snag of, of rookie yes. bets uh, that, that – probably saved the game right there. The bigger news was what St. Louis lost before the game, your boy Jack Flaherty out with a significant oblique. They're not putting a timetable on it, but is this something that you're worried, should worry the fan base there in St. Louis? Yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, <laughs> you want the guy on the hill for you. Um, it's gonna be, I, I talked to Jack, it's gonna be some time. Um, and unfortunately things like that happen. It seems like this year alone there's been more pitchers on the aisle than ever, more position players, a lot of soft tissue stuff going on. Um, so they're gonna have to deal with it. I don't think it's you know a season crusher for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I told Jack take your damn time. Sorry, St. Louis, but I told him man these things linger. So take your time, come back, right. be ready for that playoff push. Because I believe that St. Louis will still be able to you know be in the race without Jack, even though that's a huge part of their team. Obviously they got something going on there in St. Louis this year. So should they be disappointed and, and worried? Yeah, but it's not the end of the season for them. Right, and I, you know, some people are like, well, why are you asking such a stupid question?
0: Let's remember the year they last won it all, 2011. Who didn't pitch? Adam Wainwright. He didn't make, he blew out that year. Yeah. So he didn't pitch. So you can get past things. Um, I I look at their rotation. Gantz made huge strides forward. He pitched last night and pitched well. And as long as he continues to not walk the world, he's going to be just fine. Wayno continues to divide, you know, father time. Kim has been really good. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Martinez is really the – he's the swing guy for me because he can be electric out there. And there's times where he's pitching three and two thirds and you're like, what the hell happened? I don't get it. (laughs) I don't get it. Right? Right? He's awesome. So I am a little worried, um, but not – tremendously because i I don't think there's a team that's going to pull away in that division i don't think milwaukee and i've been impressed with the cubs as much as i thought they were going to be sellers at the deadline i think they're out to just prove chris rose wrong i think that's their their mantra this year
1: (laughs) i think it is i think that's what they're saying
0: before every game i think so chris rose right exactly i mean david ross has a picture of me on the dark board but it doesn't work anymore because it's a clean shaven rose he needs Mm. to get the uh the darkened beard rose i like that all right uh speaking of of shy town Did you see the clip where Steve Stone, the White Sox broadcaster, pointed out that James Karinchek of the Cleveland Indians kept going to his mitt, and there appeared to be a dirty spot in there. Take a look at the glove. And take a look at the little black spot he has where the thumb meets the web. And he reaches in there, and he gets it both on his thumb and two fingers. Now, some of my friends have told me that if you do that, you're going to get a much better rotation on your curveball. Not saying it 's there, but
1: you don 't find a lot of black stuff inside red gloves. first of all, what do you think of Stony calling him out? I think it 's going to happen more and more i mean it 's it's the stories out there and these guys they got to talk about something and then when a guy like Karen Shak, who you know obviously has his personality going on and he 's huffing and puffing out there acting like a big tough guy he 's going into his glove I think he 's the perfect person to call out. You know, and just this morning it came out, Chris, that the minor league, there's there's four or six guys in the minor leagues that got suspended for 10 games Uh because they found substances on their glove, okay? Doesn't mean they're going to implement it at the major league level, That's that sort of precedent that's been set, because we do have a union, we can appeal, all these good things. But it's coming for all these guys. Uh Judgment Day is coming for all of these guys, whether it's – I mean, even this – Karinczyk, to me, it looked like he was just using pine tar, but it's so blatant and so obvious and such disregard for the rules. So that is against the rules. Pine tar is against the right, rules, even is. though it's commonly probably accepted uh, because it's been proven not to increase spin rate. Don't be willy-nilly with it like that, man. Like, Figure it out. Like That is just a slap you to, the, uh, or an F you, excuse me, a slap in the face to the hitters, and I'm glad they called him out. So it, It's going to be really interesting. I think you're going to see a
0: lot of Broadcasts on the other teams that are going to start looking for it because I've seen a ton of guys. I mean, listen, I'm a huge Indians fan. I've watched Karen Cech do this for a while. I yeah. sat there and I'm like, how, is nobody else seeing this? They all do it. He does it all the time. And it, it, listen, if I'm Terry Francona, I don't know how this protocol works in the clubhouse, but I go up to him and I'm like, hey, dude, use a different glove. Stop. Put a black glove on. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, but even then, I mean, the cameras are everywhere, Yeah, Trevor, right? So we know when this happens. We know when this – I'm telling you, on the Rose rotation, like a couple of times ago, Trevor Williams of the Cubs pointed it out. He told us – he gave us basically a dissertation in what to watch for as a baseball oh, yeah. Watch what pitchers are doing. This is where they're hiding it. This is what they're doing. Watch when guys are doing this. Watch when they go to their belt. And we've got – Cameras everywhere. I don't have a problem with what Steve Stone did.
1: I, I really don't. And it's time we start cleaning things up. Here, yeah. Here's the last point I want to make on it. If you have to load your thumb up and your the ball up with pine tar to throw a certain pitch, maybe you shouldn't throw that pitch. That's not your pitch, then. That is the pine tar's pitch, dude. Like, <laughs> figure out how to play the game. Yeah. Yourself. And I and I was and I. <clears throat> I want to go back. Sorry, I'm going to make another point because I'm pissed off now, Chris. Sorry. When we look back at the Houston Astros in 2017, they were doing that thing where they look away from the camera and then look at the camera all together. People thought it was funny back then. Now when you look back, it is the most cringe-worthy celebration ever because you have context with it now. I believe these pitchers and all the silly crap they've been doing on the mound after strikeouts, we're going to be looking back at it the exact same way when Judgment Day happens. Wow. Well, I hope we don't. I don't want to lose the emotion. I don't want to lose that part. Well, I'm of not it. talking about the emotion. I'm talking about the sword thing and all the other things that they're doing. It's, it's you don't like that, huh? Not if you're cheating doing it. If you can get me out legally, I guess do whatever you well, want. I, if you're cheating and doing it. Okay. So cringe. I think there are two
0: separate issues here. Yes, I agree with you that if cheating is the reason that you're ending up being better than the other guy, absolutely. Yes. I get, it. but you're not against the
1: emotion as long as it's done within. Yeah, legal exactly. Road. No, I don't. You celebrate. That's great. I, I'm, I'm for okay. that. I think it's progressing the game forward. But don't do it if you're cheating. Got it.
0: By the way, quick promotion. Next rose rotation is coming out tomorrow with two hitters, Miguel Rojas and Nick Castellanos. We have a long discussion about it from a hitter's standpoint. Castellanos tells an amazing story about he he wouldn't name the guy who did something, but showed him how the sticky stuff worked. It was. It's interesting. It was really, really good. He was so. on the Reds. <laughs> Speaking of pitchers, well, it might, he might not be anymore. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just, just saying. saying
1: I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
0: Which pitcher starting today is most important to his team's playoff hopes? Lamette for San Diego, avetta for Boston, or Manaya for Oakland?
1: This is a tough question, bro. Yeah. I, as I, I'll go with two. I think... I don't know, man. Lamet, I don't. Ha- I cannot give you
0: three choices and you go with two. I know,
1: I have That's one. I have one. I, I do have one. Okay. Uh, Lamet out. I think the Padres. He, they could get by without him. He's obviously awesome. Oakland. I love Manaya. I think they have enough guys there. I think. I think it's Pavetta for me. And I kind of. Wow. I think it is Pavetta. You know, they don't have that deep of a rotation and he's been a guy that's exceeded expectations been better than they probably Mm -hmm. expected so you need you need him and Richards to continue to exceed continue to exceed expectations if they want to continue doing what they're doing obviously they're hitting the crap out of the ball uh but their pitching has also been pretty good so he needs to continue to be that guy if they want to stay in this race
0: um so I'm going to go with Sean Maniah why okay. well, I'm wearing the
1: elephant hat today. It's the
0: elephant in the room. Um, for some reason, maybe it's because of his injury history, the A's continue to baby him. Do you know that only two of 11 starts this year he's gone past 100 pitches? Mm-hmm. Like, he's a big, strong dude. He's 6'5". He's almost yeah. 250. Let's let that guy roll. And with Lazardo out and Puck never come into what they thought he would be, this is the guy – in their organization that was supposed to be the dude. And we thought maybe when he threw the no-hitter a couple of years ago, we were like, okay, Sean Minaya is going to be one of those guys that takes the next step. I'm not saying he's been bad. I think he's been solid. I think there's more there in the tank, and I would like to see him take that next step. Right? So far, Chris Bassett has been unbelievable. He has been great the last two seasons. Somebody else needs to join him at the top of that rotation. I think Sean Manai has got all the talent in the world to do it.
1: Am I wrong? No, I think you're I think you're totally right. And then you, a couple guys have underperformed. Like Montes hasn't performed uh right. and I think that I think that he will. Uh what's uh, uh Cap I don't even know how to say his name. Cap Capri-elian. James, James Caprillian. Caprillian. some pretty good. good. You can step up. I just to me, like the A's just have pitching coming out of everywhere. Cole irvin has been a decent right. surprise for them. I know Cole very well. So like I get what you're saying. I want Shawn to go out there and dominate. and He definitely um, is a huge part of that rotation, uh, but I just feel like they just have pitching to just find guys. So I know they that's do. why I went with Pavetta. I was between those two. Right,
0: right. No, and I get it because you, just when you count the A's out, they end up <laughs> they end up getting you. So
1: I know they'll probably make some silly trade and find somebody. Right, to it'll
0: end up working. Always does. Last one. You saw Billy Hamilton score in the little league home run yesterday, and then as he slid head first into home his face bounced off the dirt was it worth taking the scab on the nose for the two ribs and then the run scored absolutely man. Oh. That,
1: that heals those rbis are forever you know, no. hey i actually did that in high school baseball i still have a scar i don't know which side it's on i'm on the really yeah um same thing, diving in the second base, though. Boom, chin, never got it stitched up or anything. I have a horrible scar here. It's, really? it's covered up by my beard. But that's just part of being a ball player, man. Sometimes you got to go out and look, that guy, towards the end of his career, fighting for all the innings that he can get, wanting to win. I love it. I love the, I love the, the uh, attitude and I love the aggressiveness. Interesting. Okay. I, I thought for sure
0: you with the pretty face wouldn't want to give that up. <laughs> but, you know, I pretty face thing. I bet you anything that the girls were like, oh, did you see flu? He's got a little cut on the chin. somewhere here. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to. Listen, not that this has made me a ton of money over the years. And at this point, <laughs> it's all downhill. So, I mean, if I bounce this thing off the dirt, it's really not going to matter. I mean, come on. Really? The, be- the beard
1: is like one big Band-Aid, so you're good. It's a good point. <laughs> is- My wife calls beards makeup for men. It's true. You You agree. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard uh, uh, girls say that before, and there was like a meme going on around on the internet where it was like guys before they had beards and then with mm-hmm. beards, and they you, you look better. It gives you a shape, covers up some imperfections. Hmm. It's like I still like, can't it, figure out. I still it's don't. Like a know. Big sunglasses thing, you know? When I don't wanna, I, I don't know if I can even say this anymore. But sometimes girls wear big sunglasses, and it covers up a lot of their imperfections. Oh boy! Yeah, oh, now no. we're now it's time to call
0: it off for the day. That's the crowd. I think we're out. You got anything else going on with John Boy today? I know we got another talking baseball that's coming out.
1: We released uh, our all our April through May All Star team. We're trying to do it so we don't really believe in the league choosing and how they've done it. So we want to give our own. Um, so we did that. That came out this morning, and that's it, man. That's all I got. What about you? Uh, Just starting to get ready for Friday's taping
0: of uh, Glassnow and Willie Adamas. We're going to reunite the guys together. Love Um, that. Yeah, I know that the boys did a nice interview with Adamas yesterday. This one's going to be a little different because it'll be Glassnow. The most interesting part to me is that the day that Adamas was traded, and we've talked about this, how integral he was to the makeup of that Rays team, Glassnow was actually starting. So to get your world rocked right before you're starting, you know how pitchers get. They step, you know. Yeah. You get in that zone and all of a sudden it's like them. They're, they're soft. I'll pass that along to Tyler. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah.
1: I love Willie. I'm glad he's coming on. He's got a great personality. Great I think he's personality. a hell of a short stuff, too. Yeah. And he- Since he's been over with Milwaukee, he's been raking. So I think there is a little bit of something to unlock with his bat. Maybe they can do it, but that's cool. I'm excited to watch that
0: one. And by the way, it's the perfect fit. If he was to leave Tampa, like Milwaukee is an ideal fit. Bunch of good, fun guys up there. You know, smallish town. Good feel to it. Not too much pressure on him, but he's going to be playing meaningful baseball. So I I like that. I like that. All right, dude. Have a good day. Uh, I'll see you you again same bad time, same bad channel tomorrow. Can't wait. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody have a great day. Watch out for those pitchers doing this sort of stuff, but don't watch for James Karinchek because the game got rained out today in Cleveland. So Go, Hawks. I All right, gang. Peace.